The following pre-recorded program is sponsored by Amy Elaine Ministries, Inc. Get ready to be encouraged and equipped for the authentic life of victory God has prepared for you. Welcome to Real Victory Radio with your hosts, Amy Elaine Martinez and Latan Roland Murphy. Two friends, both devoted wives and moms who have a passion for Jesus and huge hearts for the broken. Amy Elaine is an inspirational speaker, author, and Bible teacher. Latan is an award-winning author, sought-after speaker, and Bible teacher, too. Get ready for some real talk about real life and answers to how you can be courageous and live in victory. Now, here's your hosts, Amy Elaine and Latan. Welcome to Real Victory Radio. I'm your host, Amy Elaine Martinez. And I'm your other host, Latan Roland Murphy. This week on the show, we are talking about, we are wrapping up the last of the fruits of the Spirit. We are talking about gentleness and self-control. We know those aren't easy things to have and that we all struggle. This struggle is definitely real for these, but we are going to be talking about that today. And the one thing that I really want to start off our conversation talking about is that the Spirit produces transformation in our character. It is possible for us to have gentleness and self-control where we once have been bound by sin we are set free and we now can demonstrate that fruit of the spirit and that's what we're going to talk about today we're wrapping up our series the fruitful living series we're talking about these last two gentleness and self-control and i am going to let Latan just start our conversation you know amy it it requires a lot of strength to um to really practice gentleness. Uh, we want to think of gentleness as a weakness, but it really is a strength that we have to put on display to be gentle and to have self-control because um, our life circumstances change moment to moment, don't they? They sure do. Um, <laughs> our relationships year to year, sometimes week to week, the people we encounter, um, I think these fruits of the spirit are really testing points for all people and especially for believers who who are trying to walk and model Christ before the world and to their families. Um, it's, it's really difficult sometimes in the moment to be gentle and to respond with gentleness and to respond with um, the ability to have a self-control that you don't let your emotions get to the point where you're out of control and you, you're just angry and you blurt out the first hurtful thing that you think. Um, so, you know, I really think that we need to say right out of the gate today that it takes a very spiritually mature person to be able to model gentleness and self-control. And if we're not there, it's okay, because that's why we're here today, is because we are on a journey ourselves, Amy, and we are hungry to learn more about how the fruits of the Spirit can help us in our day-to-day lives, in our day-to-day circumstances, and in our relationships, moment to moment. In every scenario that we face, we can model these two qualities that are promises from God, fruits from his spirit that he offers to his children that in the moment we can respond in a way that even surprises us. Um, there have been times in my life when I was really hurt by somebody where they, they said something so rude and my, 
my human nature would want to strike back. And I could feel the Holy Spirit uh, shutting the lion's mouth. And the lion, I'm saying, is me. And um, I was grateful for that later. And then there's other times in my life where my sinful nature really wrecked my ability to put gentleness and self-control on display, Amy. And I said something, and it was like once the words start rolling out of my mouth or maybe I, I just wanted to pull them back in. And once they're out there, you can't take them back. And then the weight of that in trying to make your wrongs right is, is way harder than it would be if we could really press into learning, asking the Holy Spirit to help us refine our gentle spirit, to, to be able to view it from a lens of strength and not weakness, and then to be able to, to live in such a way that we're self-controlled, that we are not easily angered. And that, you know, for me, I really have a hard time confessing this, but in recent year, I've been studying the Enneagram. And the more I've learned about my personality type, the more I have realized how much pride I have, Amy. That's even hard saying it to to admit it because that's how much pride I have, that you would have a hard time admitting you have pride, then you know you do, right? <laughs> and so pride can hinder us from being able to communicate with the gentle spirit because we'd rather be right than to be happy sometimes, or we'd rather be right for sure than to be wrong or to look stupid. And then, um, then we just allow that pride to puff us up we lose our gentle spirit, and then before we know it, our anger is out of control because we are so uh, focused on trying to convince people of our rightness in a situation that we just lost all control. Can you relate at all to what I'm saying? Absolutely, I can. You know, uh, Philippians 4, 5 says, let your gentle spirit be known to all men, and that's that's that I struggle with, to be honest, because sometimes I don't think that I come across as being a very gentle soul, but sometimes I am much more, oh, selfish and wanting my own way. And when you talked about how pride stands in the way of our gentleness, I could totally, completely relate to that. And often I think that what gets in the way of our gentleness The reason we tie gentleness and self-control together is because they are so interlocked, I believe. And what gets in the way of our gentleness is that we don't have the self-control to overcome that prideful nature that we have. I mean, we do have it. We don't access it is what I mean to say. And that we, pride really does get in the way of us being gentle because we are demanding. We want to have our own way instead of being gentle in our response, in gentle in our reaction to people. And I know that, you know, as young moms, we struggle with this, but I think we also struggle with it as wives and as just out in public at the grocery store or whatever it is that we can often want our own way and it does which is pride stand in the way of the gentleness that we can demonstrate and it's a hard one but it is possible in that one of the 
biggest things that I learned in our study this week of looking at self-control and looking at gentleness was that self-control really is about having a teachable spirit that we can lean in and spend time with God and really in his word and glean these fruit uh, fruits of the spirit that we're talking about so that our character is transformed where we are more consistent in displaying godliness and mm-hmm. it's all because of the grace of God it's all because it of the so grace is. of God it so is and and everything you're saying I totally agree with Amy and it's just a journey um and I think that it's such a process that each one of us will have to work out day to day with the Lord as our lives unfold. But I'm so thankful for God's word and that first Peter three fifteen reminds us to honor Christ as the Lord, as holy, to always be prepared to make a defense. This is the one time he does want us to be to have a defensive uh, mode, maybe to anyone who asks you for the reason of your hope that is in you. Yet he says, do it with a with gentleness do it with respect he wants us to have a gentle approach to us even when we are trying to share the gospel and what you were saying about being in the grocery store and wanting our way and how it can really um, cause us to respond in ways that are not gentle and then we before we know it we're out of control and we're we're just acting all grumpy to that poor little girl behind the counter who who is just trying to do her job and maybe she's had a hard day and maybe her mom is dying of cancer. We never know what the circumstances that are causing our inconvenience are, right? And so I think for us to really be able to show the world what first Peter three fifteen is saying that we do that we are people who honor the Lord as our Savior and that we want to be prepared not to just speak that he is our Lord, but allow our lives, our very, the essence of who we are, the beautiful creatures that God designed us to be at our best to be modeled before a lost and dying world, that they would see that we are, we're gentle and that we're kind and that we care and that we want to love them to a higher truth and that we want to prefer others above ourselves and treat people with love and respect and be able to turn anger away. And, and you know, angry uh, Amy, something I learned a long time ago was that you can't have an argument if nobody's arguing back. That's right? That's the truth. I so yeah. if, if you don't want to fight, if you don't want to lose your gentle spirit and you don't want to fight and you, you know that the end result's not going to be good, then be quiet. Hmm. Be quiet. There will be no argument if you can, we can just be quiet. And I've, I'm really trying to practice that. It's a hard one. Well, time and time again on the show, we talk about how we really want our lives to look more like Jesus. That's our, our purpose and our goal. And Matthew eleven twenty nine says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. And I think that when we look at that image of Christ and as being our shepherd and 
really that gentle spirit that he has when we want to long when we long to be more like him that's one of the places where he also had a very you know righteous anger when things when he went into the house of prayer and turned over the tables and stuff but he also had the balancing out of the gentleness and humbleness of heart that we want to be like and we want to emulate and that's what this whole gentleness combined with the self-control looks like that we can emulate Christ in a way that shows that we have that we honor him like you were talking about that's yeah. such a great yeah. verse that first peter 315 mm-hmm. i really like that one yeah yeah i do too and and if we're going to be set apart which is the goal of all believers to be set apart and to be a light in the darkness and boy if there's ever a time that we need to really take this this seriously it's now amy that we want to shine brightly in the darkness, that we want to model Jesus's heart and his love. And we want to be brilliant daughters and sons of the Most High God so that when we go out into the world, no matter how uh, um, sad and um, no matter how unsettling, no matter um, the circumstances that really cause, cause us concern of what will happen tomorrow, what will our children and grandchildren have to experience tomorrow. Um, we, can, we can lean hard into these truths that God has provided us with tools, with the fruits of the Spirit. I'm so glad we did this series of shows. And I love that Proverbs 25:28 says, Like a city whose walls are broken down is a person who lacks self-control. So it's like people would look at us and they would see not a city on a hill who is shining brightly for, for that can, that our light could be seen far away from a distance. People would spot. I know that there is something different about that person. And I see their light and it's brilliant and it's different and it's set apart, but, but that they would look at us and all they would see is a city maybe, but the, the walls are broken down all around us and they just see brokenness when we lose, lose it with the world, when we just have to have a last word, the first word, the last word, all the words in between mm-hmm. sometimes, right? If we're honest. Yes. You know, that takes, and, go, go ahead. Go and ahead. we, and you know, we'd rather be right than be happy, like I said earlier. I would definitely say that my husband would probably say that I often want to be right sometimes more than I want to be happy, but. Mine too. Um, <laughs> and I'm working on that, girl. We just have to pray for one another, right? Yes. And that really leads me back to a verse that I wanted to talk about today, and that's in Titus, uh, Titus 2, it's all about grace and what our motivation is. God's marvelous grace has manifested in person, in the person of Jesus, bringing salvation for everyone. This same grace teaches us how to live each day as we turn our backs on ungodliness and indulgent lifestyles, and it equips us to live self-controlled, upright, 
godly lives in this present age. So it is by grace that we are able, because of Jesus, he's already shown us how, and we can rely on that. And because of him, we have been equipped to live self-controlled, upright, godly lives in this present age. And that is Titus 2, 11 and 12. Such a good good verse. And it goes goes on to say that Christ sacrificed himself for us, that he might purchase our freedom from every lawless deed and to purify for himself a people who are his very own, passionate to do what is beautiful in his eyes. And Mm -hmm. that is our goal, to, to live beautiful lives that are all about him, that are pointing others to him and and we lose control that's not what we do and so if we can become people who want to look more like Christ and want to show him to the world that we don't want to lose that that sense of lose our self-control and and give him a bad name Right, right. Um, And he tells us, you know, in Matthew, that if we would take his yoke upon us, Mm -hmm. because he says that he's lowly in heart, and he's gentle, and he is lowly in heart. That's what that means, is he's gentle, and he does model the spirit of self-control. He said that we would find rest for our own souls. When we're angry, so Matthew 11, 29, so when we're angry, we have no rest. When we lack self-control, we are absolutely tormented by our own thoughts and possibly our own actions that we, circumstances, it becomes a tormented life when we want our own way and when we'd rather be right more than happy. And sometimes we'd rather be right more than others around us to be happy. And so the long story short here is that when you put a yoke on an ox, the person who is steering the path of the ox has better control and they can lead them in a more uh, directed way in a more directed path in a, in a best way, in other words, so that the, what they were created for and what they were designed for, they can complete that thing and fulfill that thing. And so here we see that God is offering us, he says, take my yoke upon upon you and learn from me. And so he's offering us not just a yoke for one, but a yoke that is, it's one yoke for two. He would be side right next to us. He would live within us and we would be yoked to him. And so our lives can be led in the path and in the direction that is best suited for how he designed us to be, Amy. That Isn't is, that awesome? It is. And it reminds me of Psalm 139, the last two verses, uh, they say, God, I invite you to search me and know me and you look in my heart, examine me through and through, find out everything that may be hidden within me and put me to the test and sift through all my anxious cares. See if there is any path of pain 
I'm walking on and lead me back to your glorious everlasting ways, the path that brings me back to you. That's what the thought process that when you were talking about the path that he guides us, the spirit guides us. And that's Psalm 139, 23 and 24. And it is like that ox and, and the one that's guiding, the spirit is guiding us. Yes. He is always oh, yeah. guiding us and he can, when we say, Hey, look at my heart, Lord, see if there's anything in me that needs to be changed, transform me and lead me, take me off any path that I'm on that would lead me away from you and lead me. Let me ever be following after you and stay on that path that leads me back to you. Cause I don't want to be on a pain of path, a, a path of pain, a path of pride, a path of wanting my own way in a path of not having self-control or being gentle we Mm -hmm. want to be those things and when we can be humble like you talked about a moment ago and lowly get low before the lord so that he can do what he needs to do in our hearts and help us Mm -hmm. to walk in the spirit and we're going to be talking about that in our uh, next show when we talk about the whole chapter of Galatians 5.22 and the freedom that we walk in because of the fruit of the Spirit and how we can walk in the Spirit. We want to be men and women who walk in the Spirit. Mm-hmm. We do, Amy. And, and we want to be able to share our faith with the world. And going back to First Peter 3.15, where he reminds us to honor Christ the Lord as holy, to always be prepared to make a defense, to anyone who asks you for a reason of the hope that is in you, yet do it with gentleness and respect, with gentleness and self-control. And here's what I want to share is, I remember years ago, there was a neighbor who was an elderly man, and he was a Scientologist. And I wanted so much to share my faith with him, and I had him down to my home. And the conversation ended up being a very frustrating conversation And it was very clear that I was hitting a wall. I was trying to um, make a defense for why I believe what I believe. He had challenged my faith. He had really offended me in some ways about Christianity. And I was a much younger woman and um, I will say spiritually immature and didn't understand that even in situations where we're trying to share the gospel, We have to be so careful in the countenance that we are displaying our faith and that we're not to argue like the world argues just for the sake of proving a point that we are to be gentle and self-controlled even when we are trying to share the gospel, especially when we're trying to share the gospel with someone, because if not, it is definitely not going to be fruitful, Amy. And I could share story after story of times where I thought I was doing the right thing, and it wasn't right, Uh, but I'm thankful for the grace of God. I'm thankful that he will not leave us or forsake us, and that if we want to continue to grow in our faithfulness to him, in our gentleness to him, in our self-control, then he will supply us with an approach that is all of those things in the moment. And that we can put his love and, and his saving grace on display in our lives. And I think the older I'm getting, the more I'm understanding that sometimes this, these gifts of gentleness and self-control 
in the context of sharing the gospel doesn't always mean that I have to say anything. Sometimes I'm just to sit and have a quiet spirit and love someone well and listen to them, really listen to them, and then just respond with, I'm, I'm really concerned, and would you allow me to pray for you? And that's it. And rather than preaching a sermon, um, I think that it's even more powerful in these days where we just really give people love and respect, and then the Holy Spirit will tell us how, when, and what to say in the moment, and he will give us the spirit that we need in which to share those things. You know, that is so, that's, I can't believe we are out of time in this. We, I knew this was going to be a great conversation, and all of what you just said was so important. And we are literally out of time, listeners, and we are going to continue our conversation next week where we are going to keep on talking about the fruit of the spirit. We're going to wrap it up by talking about Galatians 5.22. We want you to join us. So catch us next week for Real Victory Radio. And we love you guys. And we want you to go out, go courageously and live victoriously. We so appreciate you. Thanks for making Real Victory Radio part of your day. We hope you were encouraged by today's episode of Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez and Latan Roland Murphy. Go to amyelaine.com to find out more about Amy's ministry, including her book, Becoming a Victory Girl. And go to latanmurphy.com to learn more about her award-winning book, Courageous Women of the Bible. Real Victory Radio is a listener-supported radio ministry outreach. We depend on your prayers and donations. Check out the Victory Movement for ways you can partner with us to reach listeners with the power to go courageously and live in victory. Please join us again Saturdays at 6 a.m. and 4 p.m. for Real Victory Radio. 94.7 FM, The Word.